God, we thank you that when Jesus came, he promised that he would leave another and he would send another. And we thank you that your spirit has never left us. So Father God, please, we ask right now that your spirit continues to renew every fiber of our being, that your spirit continues to do the work that it began in us, making us more like Jesus for your glory. Father God, we pray the spirit of the living God never leaves us. Amen. It's, it's funny as we sing that song. Uh, recently, uh, I've, I've been, we, Heather and I have been reading through First Samuel, the book, and Saul was a king, and there's this frightening verse in First Samuel. So I can't remember the exact chapter and verse, but it says, And Saul did not know that the Spirit of the Lord had left him. And so I, my prayer for you right now, and my prayer for me, is that we never ever get to a place where we don't even realize God's presence has left us. And we're just thankful that God's Spirit is with us, and we pray that we stay near to him. So good to get to connect with you online. Thank you so much for tuning in. And just want to give a shout out to any of our American friends. Happy 4th of July. Happy Independence Day. Um, we let you go, just saying. But we hope you enjoy it. Um, Whatever you are, happy 4th of July. It's one and we're so glad you can connect with us online. And we really do hope that you will take time to consider joining us for one of our in-person services. You can book in. The link goes out on a Monday via email. If you don't get our emails, you can, of course, let us know on Facebook at New Life Press Week. We can get you signed up to receive them. But we're so thankful for you connecting online this morning. It's been a great morning so far. It was so great to hear from Ray about what God's doing in our life. We're so thankful for her. But please stay engaged with us. And this year, we're looking at the theme of Health Matters in 2021. And We've been looking at well-being kind of recently at the start of the year. And this morning, I, I was really drawn to the, the concept or to share some thoughts on wisdom this morning. Now, if anyone knows me, you'll know that I really do love quotes. I love movie quotes, TV show quotes. I love historical quotes. I just love great quotes. And last week, if you tuned in for church, Pastor Jim actually shared a quote um, that I have in my notes to share because when I was looking at wisdom, I was I, I googled what are some wise quotes, just because you know I love a quote. And Michelangelo, someone obviously needs to hear this because two of us, two weeks in a row, have shared this. But it says the greater danger for most of us lies not in setting our aim too high and falling short, but in setting our aim too low and achieving. Our mark. Aim high. Albert Einstein said, any fool can know, the point is to understand. And Confucius, not Confucius, but Confucius, said, by three methods we may learn wisdom. First, by reflection, which is noblest. Second, by imitation, which is easiest. And third, by experience, which is the bitterest. And to share on wisdom, there's no real better place to share from then the book of Proverbs, which was written by King Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, if you exclude Jesus. Sometimes when you read what some of Solomon's writings, particularly in Ecclesiastes, it can almost seem like Solomon had too much going on in his head. He was almost too wise for his own good. But he did know a thing or two about wisdom. In fact, early on in his kingship, if you like, his father was David and Solomon became king after that. And God said to Solomon, ask me for anything and I will grant it 
to you. And Solomon asked God to give him wisdom. And then God says to Solomon, well, because you've asked for this good thing, I will give you all of the fame and fortune as well, which shows you that Solomon obviously was a bit wise even before God granted him more wisdom. I don't know why Solomon asked for wisdom. Perhaps it was because he saw the inner workings of being king from his father. He saw the struggles his father had and thought, if I'm going to lead God's people well, then I'm going to need wisdom. One of the famous stories about Solomon's wisdom is there was a time when two mothers were fighting over a child and they were brought before the king to settle this dispute. You see, there was two mothers and they both had a baby each and one of the babies had sadly passed away. And they were both arguing that this baby's mine, no, the baby's mine, the baby's mine, the baby's mine. And it was a bit like a tennis match. And Solomon says, well, tell you what, I don't know who the mother is, but this is what we'll do. We'll cut the baby in half, which seems abhorrent to all of us. It is quite an abhorrent idea. And Solomon gets his staff, I guess, what you would do to bring him a sword. And one of the mothers says, well, that's absolutely fine. And the other mother says, no, 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 give the baby to her. And through that, Solomon was able to discern through his wisdom that the actual mother was the baby who was willing to give up the child in order that the child might live. Everyone was amazed at Solomon's wisdom. I'll tell you what, I certainly would never have come up with that solution, but God had granted Solomon wisdom. And you see, I say all of this because I believe that part of health matters is God wants us to have wisdom. Wisdom is so important, it's so almost underrated. And I believe that God wants us to be intentional about gaining wisdom. I think that in a world today, I'm not a parent, I'm not a, but I am a husband and I need wisdom every single day on how to be the best husband to her that I can be. I'm uh, like at work, I need wisdom on how I can be the best employee, how I can be the best pastor, the best leader. But all of us need wisdom every single day with little interactions on how to do life. And I want to read some, I want to read a proverb to us and pick out three things about wisdom that I think can help us to become more wise tomorrow or today than we were yesterday. Because wisdom is a journey. But I want to read Proverbs chapter 4 and then share some thoughts. And it goes like this. It's Solomon writing. My children, listen when your father corrects you. And all the fathers said amen. Pay attention and learn good judgment. For I am giving you good guidance. Don't turn away from my instructions. For I too was once my father's son, tenderly loved as my mother's only child. My father, my father, sorry, taught me, take my words to heart. Follow my commands and you will live. Get wisdom. Develop good judgment. Don't forget my words or turn away from them. Don't turn your back on wisdom, for she will protect you. Love her and she will guard you. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. Solomon, wisest man ever lived, is telling you getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever else you do, develop good judgment. If you prize wisdom, she will make you great. Embrace her and she will honor you. She will place a lovely wreath on your head. She will present you with a beautiful crown. 
my child, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have a long, good life. I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in straight paths. When you walk, you won't be held back. When you run, you won't stumble. Take hold of my instructions. Don't let them go. Guard them, for they are the key to life. Don't do as the wicked do and don't follow the path of evildoers. Don't even think about it. Don't go that way. Turn away and keep moving. For evil people can't sleep until they've done their evil deed for the day. They can't rest until they've caused someone to stumble. They eat the food of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. The way of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn which shines ever brighter until the full light of day. But the way of the wicked is like total darkness. They have no idea what they are stumbling over. My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart. For they bring life to those who find it and healing to their whole body. Guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Look straight ahead. And fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. Wisdom is defined as the quality of making good judgment and decisions. You see, anyone can know things like Albert Einstein said, but wisdom is about not only knowing information or knowing what to do, but actually what to do with it. James chapter 1, the half-brother of Jesus in his book that he writes in verse 5 says that any of us, if any of us lacks wisdom, then ask for it. For God gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. Wisdom is often something we think of as in the older generation. Or there's the song Wake Me Up by Avicii which says, I'll be wiser when I'm older. But I believe that we can learn wisdom through surrounding ourselves with wiser people. I know for one, I'm certainly on the journey of trying to be intentional about gaining wisdom. I mean, the Bible also talks about the wisdom of gray hair, so therefore every time I get a haircut nowadays, I should be wiser than I was before. It talks in one verse about how a young man's glory is his strength, but an old man's splendor is in his gray hair. And I've got gray hair, if you can see it. I hope it's not high D, the camera, because you can see loads of my gray hairs at the site. But there's three things that I know about wisdom that I think can help us now to grow in wisdom. And the first thing is that wisdom leads. You know, wisdom will allow us to lead the life. If we allow wisdom into our life, it can lead us on the path towards everything that God calls us to be. A few years ago, myself and others decided to run a half marathon. Now, I was young, fit, and an energetic young man when I was 17 and 18. Um, so running a half marathon would have been fine to me if I was 17 and 18. However, I decided to run the half marathon when I was about 24, 25. And I was less young, less fit, and less energetic. And I did not use wisdom. I did not use wisdom to, allow, to lead me in 
this, and I just decided I'll run once as a practice run. It went fine. I'm sure I'll be fine. Now, one day I hope to run a marathon, and let me tell you that I've learned wisdom the hard way. Because when I was running the half marathon, it took me longer than it probably should have. I put myself through more pain than I probably needed to. And to the point where it was incredibly unbearable, I'm pretty sure both of my calf muscles both went ping right at the end. And I fell through the finish line and I was like, I need liquid, I need juice, I need... I was like, I had no idea what I was. Why? Because I hadn't used wisdom to prepare for this race. But I was winning at one point. I was beating D, uh, and that was what I was aiming for. But it didn't last long. It lasted about 20 yards. Um, and by mile four, he was out of sight. But the reality is I hadn't used wisdom to prepare for this race. And in life, it can be so much like that. We don't prepare. We don't use wisdom on how to be a good parent. or We don't use wisdom in our marriage. We don't use wisdom in our daily walk. And we continue to make mistakes and not prepare. And we're just it takes us longer to achieve what we want to achieve. Or we end up hurting ourselves or hurting other people. And so the day might come when I choose to run a marathon. And guess what? I will make sure my body is in preparation for doing so. Why? Because I've learned. Because I've, I've learned to allow wisdom to lead me. My health would have been better if I'd applied wisdom. You see, wisdom doesn't mean it's the loudest voice. Wisdom doesn't mean that it's the majority around us, but wisdom needs to be the thing that leads us. Wisdom comes from God. Solomon's trying to communicate here that wisdom is the most precious thing. If we look after wisdom, if we gain wisdom then, and we allow wisdom to lead, then we'll be healthier, we'll be happier, we'll be more fulfilled, we'll achieve more of what God wants us to achieve. So allow wisdom to lead your life. I believe that God has got a plan for your life. I believe that God wants to use you to bring him glory, to see his kingdom extended. God has got plans to prosper your life. God, in fact, the Bible says, has prepared good works in advance and his infinite wisdom. God chose you and me to be on this planet for this time and this season and this life. Why? Because he prepared good works in advance for you and I to do in order that all we have to do is walk in them. But if we allow wisdom to lead us, then we can walk into the good things that God has for us to do and to receive. But if we don't, then we'll end up sidetracked. And if we don't allow wisdom to lead us, then we'll end up in the middle of nowhere. You see, God gave us his holy and his precious word to give instruction to us. The Bible is wise. It's way wiser. It can speak into your situation if you allow it to. It teaches us how we should live our lives. It teaches us how we should behave. And if we allow it to the wisdom of God through his word to shape our life, then we will see God moving in our hearts. We'll see him moving in our families. We'll see him moving in our streets, in our churches, in our communities. Why? Because being a Christian is the simplest thing in the world. It's easy to understand, but let me tell you, it's one of the hardest things to do. It's not easy to follow Jesus because it means putting him first. And the reality is wisdom, learning wisdom can be painful, but it's why the Bible talks so much about receiving, gaining, giving wisdom. So allow wisdom to lead your life. But not only does wisdom lead, but wisdom listens. Solomon communicating to his children as later this proverb is saying, listen to my instructions. Listen to wisdom. 
Ernest Hemingway when said this, when people talk, listen completely. Most people never listen. If anyone knows me, I love to talk. I love interacting with other people. I, I, I love it all. I could talk for hours to just about anyone. We were out with friends a few weeks ago, Heather and I, and the Instagram headline was, these tourists can talk for Scotland. But honestly, I feel like I would be just as comfortable talking to prime ministers and presidents as I would to anyone else, because I just love to talk to people. But so often, talking can prevent us from listening. You see, wisdom doesn't talk. Wisdom listens. Wisdom listens more than it talks. In 1985, a woman stood before the United Nations and she spoke to presidents and prime ministers and she spoke to the most influential people on the planet at the United Nations. She wasn't the best speaker. She wasn't the best communicator. She wasn't the most attractive presentation. But the reality is her name was Mother Teresa. And she was speaking about how we cannot afford to leave anyone behind. You know the song, So Will I, which says, he's the one who never leaves the one behind. Well, Mother Teresa applied that to her life. So when she spoke at the United Nations, everyone listened. These people who knew loads of stuff, they knew all the information, but she had lived a life of serving others. So when she spoke, people listened. Why? Because wisdom listens. None of them knew more than Mother Teresa because she had lived in the brokenness and the poverty. She had dedicated her life to not leaving anyone behind. She was remarked as, she was, she was referenced to, sorry, as the most powerful woman on the planet. And people listened and things began to change because they listened to her. Why? Because wisdom listens. Some people know more than you which is difficult for some people to hear, including myself. But the Bible says, if you lack wisdom, ask God, but also ask people who are wiser than you. I try my best to listen to podcasts and to read books from people who are smarter and better than me in order that I can gain wisdom. In Luke chapter 2, the Bible talks about how Jesus gained wisdom and stature before God and all the people. We can record in Jesus' early life, he would go to the synagogue, he would go to church and he would discuss with the pastors and the leaders, but he would listen intently to what they were saying. Why? Because he was gaining wisdom. Now, not everything you hear is going to be wise and we can trust that God will discern what's wise and what's not, but look at people's lives and think, well, they're better than me at what I do, so I'm going to listen to them. You see, wisdom listens. Oftentimes, people get into trouble because they just don't listen. They don't listen to what God teaches or they don't listen to good, wise advice. So I encourage you, if you want to gain wisdom, wisdom listens. Wisdom listens. And final thing that I know about wisdom is that wisdom learns. So wisdom leads, wisdom listens, and wisdom learns. There are so many different ways that we can learn wisdom, like the quote from Confucius says. We can learn from others by imitating them. We can learn by reflecting, or we can learn from our mistakes and our pains. But I believe that from our mistakes and from our pains, we can share wisdom with future generations to come. Solomon lived a life and made loads of mistakes, and he was writing this proverb to future generations to come to try and help them Know the wisdom that he had learned. 
See, Jesus himself had to learn wisdom. And if Jesus had to learn something, then I would probably argue that so do you and so do I. Albert Einstein said, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. And at times this last year, it can feel like insanity because we've all been locked down, we've been separated, life has totally changed in front of us. And so we're going to need wisdom on how to lead it people in the the new normal or whatever that looks like when the time comes. We need wisdom on how to make decisions every single day. But the reality is that wisdom learns. In the Bible, there was a young guy called Joseph, who many of you may know, I mean, there's a musical about him, and he's technical, a dream coat. And when he's a young man, he has this vision that all of his family effectively are going to bow down and not worship him, but I guess he might have said that. Certainly that's the way he presented it to his older brothers. Now, it wasn't wise of Joseph to present it in such a way because he then got beat up. They wanted to kill him, but eventually he gets sold into slavery, Joseph, because he had a lack of wisdom that comes from being youthful and inexperienced. It's also why Solomon says, guard your heart. Above all else, guard it. Don't share all your dreams with just anyone. But Joseph, in his lack of wisdom, goes through this journey of, from, I mean, he went from the pillow, I call it, because he started with a dream, to the pit, to the potiphar's, to prison, to eventually the palace. Because he, he lacks wisdom at so many times during his journey till eventually Joseph gets to a point where Pharaoh has these dreams that don't make any sense. And it's a great song in the musical. And Joseph who had been forgotten by this point by everyone apart from God. The butler who he was in prison with remembers this guy, Joseph, who can interpret dreams. And Joseph steps forward, chained, bound, broken. And God gives him the wisdom to not only interpret the dream, but also to come up with a plan that saved effectively the majority of planet Earth at that time. Why? Because it's not enough to have a dream. You've got to have a plan and that's where wisdom comes in. You see, Joseph learned wisdom as he went through his life. He went through some pain and some problems, but he gained wisdom and wisdom so that when the time came for God to use him, Joseph was able to use his wisdom to save a nation and to save the planet. And I believe that God is looking for some people like Joseph, some people like Solomon right now, who are going to gain wisdom and grow and grow in stature and wisdom, who are going to allow wisdom to lead their life, who are going to allow wisdom, they're going to listen to wisdom and allow wisdom to listen, and who are going to learn wisdom so that when the time comes for us to step into all that God has for us, as we walk through this journey, we'll be able to say, do you know what, God, use me. Because wisdom gives us a boldness to step into all that God has for us. So this morning, I pray, Father God, that right now anyone who's listening to this will will commit to the journey of learning wisdom, that will celebrate wisdom and will be intentional with wisdom. Father God, I pray for all of us that we'll allow wisdom to lead our lives. Father God, I pray that we'll allow wisdom to listen, that we'll listen to wise people, we'll listen to your word, and we'll commit to listening so that we can learn and be everything you want us to be. Father God, I pray, Father, that we'll, allow wis- we'll learn wisdom as we go, 
So Father God, and I pray that we'll be able to help future generations learn from the wisdom we gained in order that they can go further, faster, and if everything that we want for us, Father God, we'll see them go further than we did. Father God, I just pray right now, Father God, that if anyone lacks wisdom, that they're going through something, God, that they'll come to you, Father God, because your word promises that you will give generously to all who ask. Father God, so I pray for wisdom and how to raise families. Father God, I pray for wisdom and how to interact at work. Father God, I pray for wisdom and how to make good decisions. Father God, for our life. Father God, holy decisions. Father God, I pray for wisdom and how we can lead your church. Father God, and how to lead your people. Father God, I pray for wisdom and how to deal with the issues of our world today. Father God, we thank you that you are in control, Father God, and that you are the wisest and nothing takes you by surprise. Father God, we thank you for the precious and holy, mighty name that is Jesus. Father God, I thank you for everyone listening to this. Father God, I pray that we'll hear stories of people using wisdom that will change the world for your glory. Amen.